Yeah, g'day, mate. You're listening to a Radio 191 FM podcast. I'm actually here on Zoom with Tom. How are you, Tom? Good. Nice to be here. Thanks for having me. So, we'll be discussing the Greens rent pledge for, I suppose it's for the next election or just in general. What is, I guess, for some context, what is the current situation for renters in New Zealand at the moment? Sure. Well, it's not looking great, I guess, would be to put a mild characterization on it. Um, the position of renters is worsening relative to mortgage holders. Um, in the year leading up to June last year, so in the space of a recent year, you had a quarter of renters, renting households, spending more than 40% of their disposable income mm-hmm. on their rent, whereas that was only one-fifth of mortgaged households spending more than 40% of their disposable income. So we tend to think of kind of mortgagees as really being in a difficult financial situation mm-hmm. with rising interest rates, but there are more renting households in a state of financial distress relative to mortgage holders, and they're not getting the capital gain and all the other things associated with owning one's home. Um, And then in the 15 years leading up to now, virtually, you've had um, about a 93% increase in rents, whereas you've had a 49% increase in mortgages. So renters are generally spending more money um, than mortgagees, um, and their rents are rising faster than the costs of servicing mortgages. So on the whole, not a great position for renters, and we're going to put this in the perspective of New Zealand's retirement system being mm-hmm. built around an implicit expectation of home ownership with a, a meagre public pension, limited security in renting, um, non-compulsory contributions to KiwiSaver. Um, so taken together, um, there have been better times to be a renter than today, that's for sure. And I suppose the cost of living crisis has definitely made it even worse, especially for maybe students, especially all those from low-income households, how exactly has it directly has it directly affected the uh, renting crisis at the moment, the cost of living crisis? Has it, especially with the higher rents coming in as well, has that been a result of the cost of living crisis as well? Higher rents. I think the the rising cost of groceries, for example, mm-hmm. um, there's a different set of factors feeding into those. And even prior to the more recent cost of living crisis, you had rents going in a, mm-hmm. you might say, quite unsustainable um, direction. So I, th- I think it's an unfortunate coming together of two forms of crisis that are really biting renters mm-hmm. um, rather hard at the moment. And renters typically have few buffers um, to weather these storms, where if you have equity built up in your mortgage, you might be able to release some of that to solve short-term problems while um, interest rates are hopefully going down in the future. Mm -hmm. Renters are really stuck in in effect. Many of them are on fixed incomes, whether that's students or whether that's people on pensions. Um, And all you can do is reduce your consumption costs, which are groceries, Mm -hmm. you know, entertainment and those kind of things, which is a tough position for renters to be in. And I guess this segues nicely into Greens' pledge to renters. How is their pledge relevant to current renters? Like, what is the what is the pledge aiming to achieve? 
Uh, I get it's seemingly aiming to achieve um, a stabilization of rents, so rents not going up quite as fast as mm-hmm. they have been. Um, and also, as part of the package, it's in looking to improve the um, kind of non-rent situation of renters, so factors to do with the quality of rental accommodation and stuff that isn't what you pay each week but would nonetheless be useful improvements to the quality of life that renters experience. And just to give you a quick summary of what this renters pledge is by the Greens Party, in the first 100 days, should they be in a situation to form coalition Mm -hmm. government in, in the upcoming election, they're looking to introduce a renter's rights bill that would include provisions for a rental warrant of fitness, similar to what you have with your car's warrant mm-hmm. of fitness to make sure everything's up to scratch, funding for more public and social housing, a register of landlords so that we know, you know how many properties landlords own mm-hmm. um, and have better information about what the, the landlord class looks like. Um, and also, and importantly, and uh, one that got a lot of headlines at the time was um, a proposal to introduce rent controls, mm-hmm. and I can go into more about that um, in a second, if you like. Yeah, yeah, I was just about to talk about that. Has New Zealand ever implemented successful rent controls before this? Well, they've certainly introduced rent controls, <laughs> and we might cast our minds back to that long, long time ago of COVID-19. Uh-huh. I know everyone would like to put it in the back of their minds, but... As recent as a couple of years ago during the COVID-19 pandemic, um, we introduced national um, rent controls, rather stringent ones that prohibited rent increases altogether. Um, but prior to that, there's not a great deal of history um, using rent controls in New Zealand. Uh, it was popular around the time at the end of the Second World War, so we're going to go back a fair few decades mm-hmm. Then And rent controls took the world by storm in the wake of World War II to try to um, address social problems associated with people coming back from war, providing for a decent standard of living for everyone and coincided with the kind of building of the modern welfare state. But rent controls have been steadily going out of fashion, if you like, since Mm. World War II. And as governments have kind of taken to the market as the solution to all problems, rent controls have really been on the nose ideologically. But in recent years, they've started to pick up steam again internationally. And I dare say this is part of the wider movement that the Greens um, rent control policy is coming on the back of. And... We have seen some opposition, especially from especially from ACT, I should say, to these rent controls. What are their concerns for the rent controls just outside of perhaps protecting the landlords? Yeah, I, I was uh, writing a, a piece for the conversation on rent controls and the, the Green Party announced its um, measures on Sunday. I was writing it on Monday, mm-hmm. and then by the time I finished it on Tuesday, the other parties had dumped it, and it stands no chance of being part mm-hmm. of a Labour Party government coalition arrangement. So this proposal really hit on a kind of political gag reflex, and the, the body politic were spitting mm-hmm. it out as if it were some sort of foreign body, which I think is interesting, the kind of rather severe opposition, almost kind of over-the-top, out-of-proportion opposition, you might say, um, you had the Landlords um, Property Owners Association saying it would lead to a black market of rental deals. You had um, Chris Bishop, the housing spokesperson for National, saying it was economically illiterate. And I guess 
there are political electoral concerns that must inform um, the party's responses, and which is something of a statement of the obvious. But if we were to look at their opposition as a more principled um, opposition, then we have to assume that they think these kinds of measures do the opposite of what they hope to achieve. They hope to achieve um, a stabilisation of rent for renters, um, where they might think they might go with many economists who tend to believe that it, it leads to an, um, a, a lack of rental properties available because landlords cannot achieve the return that they desire, so then they get rid of their properties and take them out of circulation. So critics tend to believe that these things are counterintuitive, the evidence is actually more complicated mm -hmm. than the critics often make it appear. And as with most things, it's not that rent controls in and of themselves always lead to bad, bad outcomes. It depends on what kind of rent controls in and what kind of larger systemic issues and settings we have available to us and how we use them in that context. In our sieves, there was a Radio 191 FM podcast. You can find more of them at r1.co.nz forward slash podcast. <laughs>